Welcome to the MedTech Wealth Advisor Podcast, a show dedicated to teaching professionals and entrepreneurs in the MedTech field how to save more money, pay less taxes, and become financially independent. Join certified financial planner, professional Matthew Nelson, as he draws from years of experience and speaks with guest experts to solve the biggest challenge, aligning your money with your values, while thriving in the mission-driven world of MedTech. And welcome to the MedTech Wealth Advisor podcast with your host, Matthew Nelson. Matthew, good to be with you again. In prior episodes, you've talked about what's different about the MedTech industry. Today, you're going to talk about financial planning. And it begs the question, is financial planning different for MedTech? Or how do you approach financial planning for your clients? A lot of what we're going to talk about today, it does really apply to everybody doing planning. Some of the things we talked about last episode were just real tactical issues, specific tax issues, specific investments that would matter to that industry. Yeah. But the process we go through is one that I've used, you know, for years. And the way we think about what needs to be done, um, and it's just a framework we're going to go over today. We won't get into, you know, the super nitty gritty, but just it's helpful, I think, for people to understand what does financial planning mean? Like what it what are we even going to do? So, and and I, I want to go over three three big, I guess, ideas. Okay. Number one is that financial independence does not equal financial freedom. How so? They, well, we're going to get into that. I think I need to unpack that a little bit more. It's it's one of the keys we have to figure out first, and then we can move into the three big picture phases that you have to go through with your planning. And once we understand that, we, we know what kind of plans we need to put together. There's a number of different plans that should really be put in place. So Bill, do you remember a couple episodes ago, we we mentioned what happens when when we start the planning process? There's Yeah, you had three steps, as I recall. You're right. You're right. So what we, what we refer to them as is vision, direction, and focus. So those are the three steps understand your vision, get a hold of the direction, where where are we going now, and how do we focus? And the the first one I think is the most important. So so getting an understanding of the vision. We refer to that as as your financial freedom statement. So what do you want your life to be about? Much like a, you know, like a purpose statement, a mm. like a company might have a mission statement. So think of it as a, a personal mission statement. And this is the key differentiator. You, you mentioned earlier what what the difference is between financial independence and, and financial freedom, how they don't equal. I think of financial independence is like having a big pile of money. It's having a big enough pile of money. You don't need to make any more. Your money can make enough money and you're independent. You don't have to rely on anything, anybody else. Yeah. Okay. That's not the same as having financial freedom. We define that as having your money aligned with your values. And just let that sink in for a second. Yeah, I explain that because now I'm intrigued. Well, I'm sure we all know people that don't seem to have a lot of money. Um, they seem to be really happy just living on maybe their Social Security and a small IRA. And I would define them as having financial freedom. They aren't, they aren't in need of anything. They mm-hmm. can do whatever they want. In their eyes, they're satisfied. Their money is in the places that they that they value personally. It lets them do what they want to do. And on the other side, you can have someone that's you know has way more money than they or any of their future families will ever spend. Yeah. And they still so they're financially independent. That doesn't mean that they're satisfied with their life. They have a good direction, or that they really are free. They just keep 
building the next business, uh, setting mm. up the next company. So there, there's some conflict there. We think. So of, how do you how do you help people discover? Yes. How do you help people discover that financial freedom attitude, if you will? I'll I'll say that that way. You can correct me. We have a process we go through. We might actually go through a, a, that full process maybe in a future episode, but I'll just tease this up. You need to ask yourself, what is so important about money to you? What mm. about money is important to you? And just let it sink in and think about why you need it. And as you answer that question, usually you the first answer you get isn't as important. You just keep digging a little deeper. What about that piece is important to you? It takes a few questions. And once we dig through, we can help people understand at least a little closer why they're doing what they're doing. I'll, I'll share my financial freedom statement if it, if it helps. The way I term it is I want to be able to build a business that I love with people that I care about that makes a positive impact and affords me the resources to spend time with my wife, spend time on my bike, and spend time with my friends on adventures. So that, that's just, that, 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 you know, that's going to be a fascinating episode when you talk us through how we arrive at that kind of statement that I'm looking forward to that one. Well, so let's, let's move on to once we, once we have that, that framework of what are we, what are we even doing this planning for? We we can move on to what, what we call the, the three big phases and these phases, when you hear them, they're going to seem kind of obvious, but really everything you need to plan for kind of falls in these three big phases. You're either alive and well, or you're alive and not well, or okay. you're dead. <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> those is there are three basic stages. That, those that, sound pretty good, actually. That's right. There's not. It it, it sounds overly and, simplistic. You know, it's but. funny. I, it, my doctor and I got into a conversation at one point, and he said to me, "Do you realize that eighty percent of the dollar medical dollars you spend in your lifetime will be spent in the last ten years of your life to go along with your." You're alive and unwell. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. It, it requires a different kind of thinking, and and, and of course, the the challenge is. Most people, they can get their head around the alive and well, yeah, and they can kind of sort of imagine maybe they won't be as well as they were at one time, but it's it just, it's, it's hard for people, I think, to really plan fully in all those areas and accept the changes that are coming. So when you're, when you're in the alive and well stage, you and your spouse, maybe your family members, you're all healthy. What you're really doing is you're, you're planning to pay for your lifestyle expenses. So now and in the future, again, I'm boiling this down, but it's, it's what you're worried about is how do I enjoy life today? Does It has nothing to do with retirement, not retirement. It's while I'm alive and well, what do I want to do in my life? When you're alive and not well, well, now you're trying to figure out how do I pay for potentially increased expenses? These are things I didn't expect. Yeah. Or maybe I, I don't even have the income sources I had anymore. What happens if I can't make my own decisions? Mm-hmm. These, are, these are questions that come up if you put yourself in that place. Mm-hmm. And it helps to put yourself in that place to just accept, hey, these are questions that have to be answered. I got to do something about them. They aren't just hypotheticals. When you're dead, either you or it could just be one of you. Let's say you're married. doesn't have to be both of you. You still have some decisions to make about, well, do your survivors need help paying expenses? How are taxes going to get paid? If there's some specific uh, assets that need to get passed on, but taxes are a big issue that that can create a whole mess. And where's your money going to go? Again, they sound obvious, but I don't think people spend enough time thinking about and and really putting plans in place for it. And you walk people through thinking about this? We do. And it's, it's, you know, it's, 
There's must be the alive and well conversation must go really well. Yes. <laughs> it's the, it's yeah. the other two thirds of this equation that must be a little, <laughs> a little sobering and a little tough to go through. It, it is. And you just, you just have to use some reality and maybe some humor and just realize, look, this is how it works and let's button it up. So you, you yep. can feel good. And so how we do that, those are really the, just the big, the phases you need to think about the planning areas that you know, get more specific maybe and look at how do we solve some of this. So we break down the major planning areas into three sections. So we're okay. planning for financial independence. Then we have to create a plan to protect that independence. And then we have a plan to make sure your money goes to the people and the causes you care about. And it you know somewhat follows the three phases, but, but differently, there's a lot of overlap things phases, you know, often cross each other and so forth. Mm -hmm. Let's start with the the financial independence plan. So remember I, I said financial independence is not equal financial freedom. So right. what we're doing here is we are just getting to the point where you are independent. You don't necessarily need to rely on a job or uh, anyone else. It still does not equal financial freedom though. So what you need to have in place is an income plan, mm -hmm. taxation plan, and an investment plan. The income plan the way we define that is what are all the sources of income you have now and in the future? And how do we make sure to extend those to pay for just the lifestyle you're you're accustomed to or, or want to have? Yeah. Sounds simple when I say it that way, but we go back to a prior episode and think about all the different sources that people have to save money, all the different income sources they're going to have while they're working and when they retire. You really need to map that out a little bit. And the biggest question I get from people is, Will I have enough income to retire? First of all, will I run out of money? That's the biggest concern. Oh, those are huge. Yeah, huge. Absolutely. After we understand though, the income flows in and out, what we're trying to do with a taxation plan, which is the next piece is how do we, how do we optimize that? Because tax taxes are really just an extra expense. You've got your lifestyle expenses, you got your taxes, you, you have to pay them whether you want to or not. If we can, if we can create a plan to pay as little as possible certainly makes the income plan a lot easier. Mm -hmm. um, but it's kind of hard to do that until we know what incomes you have, when they're going to come in, all of that. But that's the point. It, we can stretch your income plan longer if we can make the tax plan more efficient. Only after we get those pieces together do we look at the investment plan. And this is, this is where I think a lot of people get it backwards. How so? Well, most people, unfortunately, still think of financial advisors somehow as investment brokers or money managers, you know, you might hear someone say, well, my money guy, or however they want to sort of mm. phrase. And while I understand what they're saying and investments are a big part of what we do, it's just the engine that drives those other plants. So if we don't know where we're going, we don't know how to invest for people. Yeah. But once we have that income plan in place and understand the taxation issues, we can absolutely build an investment plan that makes the engine hum pretty well and make it all be possible. Interesting. Yeah, well, that that's good because it goes a long way toward people. It's real. You know, the idea, like, I'm, I'm living on a fixed income. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's you right. You know, usually usually strikes fear into to people's hearts because they're like thinking, oh, man, it's like, oh, I don't know if I want to retire. Right. And I don't know if I can retire. And, yeah, it is a process that needs working through. In a future episode, we'll talk about our, our investment philosophy and and really how you can build out your own. But you know what what people need to understand is their biggest enemy, it's not whether they beat the index. How well can we match the index? Their their biggest enemy is just quite frankly, are you staying ahead of inflation? Are you are you keeping your buying power? 
Mm. Um, expenses are going to go up and it's unpredictable and and people think of risk as losing money versus losing buying power. So that whole conversation needs to be had to understand the investment plan and how we build that. And oftentimes we have to bring people along. All right. Now we've got our independence plan built, or at least a plan to reach financial independence. Just as a quick rabbit trail, I will say, by the way, in my office, I'm known for providing a rabbit trail about the rabbit trail I'm going to go on and then the convergence I start. So I need you to keep me on track, Bill, because I will be <laughs> off talking about I'm not going to let you lose knows. me or, 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 or our listeners. I'll keep that's, you on track. That's right. So my, my, my quick aside here, we want to say financial independence versus retirement planning, even though that's what people think about. Yeah. Because, you know, especially in the med tech space, there isn't necessarily a retirement date. I'm air quoting for those that are just listening. It's just the point that you have large enough pile of assets or income that work is optional. That could be when you're 45. That could be when you're 55. It could be a a typical retirement date. Yeah. So we want to think about it in terms of independence and when your income plan can support that. Back to regularly scheduled programming here. Um, Independence plan. We've got that in place. Now we have to make sure we protect that. So insurance is is an important topic for people to look at, but you got to get it in the right order. So if you don't understand all the stuff we just talked about so far, kind of hard to understand how much insurance you need, what kind of other risk management tools you need. Not everyone needs to buy life insurance. Not everyone needs to buy disability insurance, but they do all need to be considered because what's going to throw that financial plan off is either a loss of income and that could be through loss of your job because you can't work or frankly, just death. Mm-hmm. It could be catastrophic healthcare costs, whether that's regular healthcare while you're younger, cancer, for instance, or it could just be long-term care. You're, you're older, the income plan was going to be fine until turns out you need assisted living in at age 70. And so catastrophic, catastrophic healthcare can really throw things off. And then loss of property. So all of those items we have to consider as I got the independence plan in place. How do we protect it? And finally, once we've gotten that far, you know, where's your money going to go? So we need to consider a plan to give your money to people and causes you care about. Yeah. And I would imagine just as this is where financial freedom comes into play in a big way in terms of defining your values and thinking forward in the sense of where do I want this money to go and who do I want it to go to? Yeah. You're spot on, Bill. It's, It's really... Without a little extra thought on the front end, that vision statement, that financial freedom statement, yeah, you may just default to, I guess it'll just go to my kids and that's okay. That's totally fine. You may, you may be surprised though at the things that come out and the different, different areas that you, you really are important to you that you want to support. We'll have a lot of conversations with clients around, Hey, do I need to treat my kids equally? Do they both have to get 50% if there's two of them? Not necessarily. What happens, you know, if, um, if I want to give half to charity and, half to my kids is that, are they going to be mad at me? And these are all questions that we have to sort of work through. Yeah. With people. Well, that's where you encourage the family dialogue at that point. Cause I would imagine most, I would imagine most of the anger that is sometimes associated with those topics is diffused. If everybody knows everybody being the family that's knows right. what the plans are. The thing is, if it's hard to understand how much you can give away, if, if it's not going to be to, to let's say your children, Unless or until you know how much excess you have. Again, back to the order of of operations here. Once we know how to take care of you for your needs, we can easily help you figure out this is sort of your capacity for giving. And it's a lot easier to understand 
what to do at that point. So just wrapping this up, the giving plan, the estate plan, it's it's about who would you want to give to while you're living? Where's it going to go when you pass on? And how do you make sure it's getting used for your benefit if you're incapacitated? Those are all super important parts of, of the rest of the picture. And I can't tell you how many people have their, they've got the greatest in their mind investment portfolio, the lowest cost, doing all the great things. They have no insurance and they have no estate plan. And that isn't really generally a complete picture. Some of these are uncomfortable conversations, I I would think. You know, not everybody is comfortable wading through the details like this, I would think. I mean, I'm just curious if you had some, have you had clients who were like, who balked at this (laughs) this point when they're financial planning? We really have. There's that boy that opens up a can of worms. I've had a husband and wife many times who seem like when I pose certain questions, that may be the very first time they've heard the other answer that. What do you want to have happen if your, you know, this spouse passes away? Well, this person's fine if they live on their income and they'll, they'll remarry. That might be the the common refrain. (laughs) And you get, you get quite a few sideways looks, uh, you know, in, in some of these conversations. Part marriage counselor, part financial advisor. Usually have two hats at the table to, uh, yeah, to put sure on. Yeah, I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. Well, it's it's been gratifying to go through this process with people, go through it in the right order, make sure we're touching on, on all the pieces. And after we get through this process with people, you can you can see them visibly relax. Usually when we get these these items crossed off, they settle down. They're usually more comfortable with that next phase of their life. And, and we feel great about pro- providing the service that's really full. It's really full. So I guess just wrapping up, you know, it's really like, if you, if you don't want to be playing catch up on your financial plan, or maybe leave your family in a bit of a mess, if, if um, you leave this world early, just make it a goal to get these plans put together today. You don't have to work with a financial advisor. You can do some of these on your own, but just make sure you start working on it. Well, let's assume that some of the people listening to this podcast may be interested in having some uncomfortable conversations with you. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, you know, all jokes aside, how would they reach out to you? And and, I, and I'm guessing that as part of this process, you're also providing these clients or would-be clients with resources that they can look into and check out. Can you share some of that? Yeah, absolutely. There, There's a there's actually a number of things that we'll share that are even free for them to complete on their own. You know, powers of attorney forms, they can fill out um, healthcare directives, uh, different ways uh, in the various topics I've talked about to address. If it's not appropriate, you know, to work with an advisor, mm-hmm. uh, we'll, we'll go through that with everybody. And and, and I, I hope not all the conversations are uncomfortable. I think they'll- Well, no, I, think they'll I would think, fun, I, but... I'm, I'm just, I'm teasing. <laughs> I'm teasing because, you know, we're, we're, we're talking about an area that a lot of yes. people- you know, aren't comfortable going to. That's right. No, absolutely. If you want to learn more, just it'd be best to check out our website, perspective6group.com. There's an article section. We have some blog articles that we are publishing on a regular basis. Um, there's one out there right now um, that has to do with your estate and giving plan. You can certainly call us to set an appointment if you'd like to just chat. The number is 952-225-0333. Thank you, Matt. It's always a pleasure visiting with you and, and and listening and having a conversation with you. And thank you, listeners, for uh, listening. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you find this information useful. Just a reminder, if you're not a subscriber, hit the subscribe button. That way you don't have to think about, I wonder when Matt puts these out, because you'll be notified. And you can listen 
at that point. Uh, if you're so moved, rate it. Share it with other people. Get the word out. Help other people find out about this podcast. We thank you for your time. And on behalf of, behalf of Matt and everybody at Perspective 6, thank you for listening. And this is Bill Tucker reminding you, don't wait. Live your best life today. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the MedTech Wealth Advisor Podcast. Click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. Visit our website at www.perspective6group.com or give us a call toll-free at 888-591-9770 or locally at 952-225-0333. And don't forget to click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. The views expressed are not necessarily the opinion of Osaic Wealth, Inc., and should not be construed directly or indirectly as an offer to buy or sell any securities mentioned herein. Investing is subject to risks, including loss of principal invested. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. No strategy can assure a profit nor protect against loss. Please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon when coordinated with individual professional advice. Investment advisory, insurance, and financial planning services offered through Focus Financial, Inc. Securities offered through Osaic Wealth, Inc. Member FINRA forward slash SIPC. Osaic Wealth is separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services mentioned here are independent of Osaic Wealth.